I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. Hey, Sarah, have you seen those new form smart swim goggles? You know, the ones that have the display right on the goggle so you can see like in real time how fast you're going and your heart rate and stuff. Yeah, I have seen them and I'm really interested because they just added a an open water feature, which is terrific because you can go from the pool to open water and still be able to have those same metrics as you swim. Yeah, I mean, knowing how fast you're going in open water in real time is um, totally amazing. So I think it's going to revolutionize swim training. Absolutely. And if they add like a, a loon detection device to it, I'm sold. Done. Oh, Sarah, I am going to warn you. This is going to be a rough one for me, I think. I did not sleep well last night. Yeah, that's understandable. So for our listeners, uh, it's Wednesday, November 4th. So it's the, I mean, by Friday, you may have a new president. Do you think you'll have a new president by Friday? I think there are going to be court challenges to uh, whoever gets the electoral college, uh, you know, the the minimum that gets to 271st, there's going to be challenges in court no matter what um so my brain's a bit fried as you found out already i am yawning quite a bit did you sleep at all last night uh i was lying in bed for quite a bit and then i went downstairs to see what was going on at about 2 a.m and i turned off my phone hadn't seen a single device all night i was so disciplined and that just kept me up. And I it, it was actually good because I ended up getting probably two hours solid of work on my research paper. At 2 a.m.? Um, yeah. You know, because I was <laughs> up anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But needless to say, not exactly the sharpest for part podcasting. So I do have a hypothetical, though. Okay. let's. I want to hear it. An election-related hypothetical is what Sarah put on our run list. So. Yes. We're not going to talk it. about anything political per se well just in general we're all tired of it it's been a really long tiring exhausting i already use tiring whatever don't judge me uh here's the hypothetical if biden and trump did a triathlon who would win (laughs) i did not see that coming um even in that, oh my gosh, I don't, I can't imagine Donald Trump doing exercise. No, but he might cut the course. He might cut the course. So we're going to say, you're going to say Donald Trump might win because he might. I, po- possibly, but it, it's more the visual of two men in their upper seventies attempting to do a race. I have seen Biden on a bike. I've never seen Trump do aerobic exercise. So it just leads. And then what does he do with the swim with his hair? I'm very concerned about his hair. You know, what happens on the bike? Can you put a helmet on that? I don't know. Oh my but God. really, it would take a very long time for either one of them to complete a triathlon. That's all I know. 
Yeah. I have, I have, mm, (laughs) I have way more faith in Joe Biden. Mm. I don't know why though. I'm probably biased on that, but it's like imagining, imagining Trump doing exercise. It's just, it's actually thrown my brain into a, I don't know, in some kind of spiral. Like I can't, I can't quite get there. Like you were like imagining hair and swim caps and stuff. And I'm, I'm still stuck on like, I don't know. It, I don't, I can't imagine it at all. You're imagining the Speedo. Let's just be honest. I, I'm, I'm having trouble, Sarah. I'm, you're right. I apologize for that it's, visual it's to like everyone. The, it's the Lycra. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, you got to keep it. But it did, it did illustrate a point. I'm not saying that our elected officials need to be athletes per se. Yeah. But the fact that our country's fate rest in two men in their upper 70s i mean let's think of other world leaders justin trudeau would probably do a fairly adequate job in a triathlon you know jacinda ardern probably would do a very good job in a triathlon i actually think if we had a race of world leaders i would pick both of them you know possibly for the wins i don't know (laughs) you know what's funny (laughs) i remember studying sociology in university and there being a study about how countries vote how how is how much attractiveness is important for how countries vote for their leader and this is actually funny related to our current leaders in, in each of our countries but like that the US um were way more likely to vote for an attractive leader um whereas Canada was like actually more likely to vote for an unattractive leader because we somehow associate intelligence like like we have trouble associating intelligence with attractiveness like it's sort of like we love to I don't know in Canada we're always like the person can't be everything so if they're attractive they can't be smart so we want a smart leader and somehow we associate like lack of attractiveness with intelligence which is equally as weird <laughs> as, as the opposite but then I just think about the our current leaders and I'm like oh they bucked they both bucked those trends substantially uh- I don't know. Like when, when you see the two of them side by side, you're like, who's, who's hot and who's not, <laughs> <laughs> who's married to a model. I'm just saying, beauty's in life of holder. <laughs> Some people are all about the big tan. Okay. Anyway, back to triathlon. Thanks. Thanks everybody for, you know, if you want to weigh in on which world leader you think would absolutely dominate mm. a triathlon, would love to know. Would love to mm. know, but we should probably t- get it on the podcast. I so I think Trudeau would probably rank highly on that. I feel oh, so for sure. Proud. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, send us a voicemail if you have a thought about this important uh, conversation we're now having. Um, <laughs> okay, coming up on the show, more important conversations: um, dogs versus bugs. Uh, we're going to do a motivational check-in. Sarah is doing race commentary and some feisty news. Hey, Sarah, I have a riddle for you. What's refreshing, great, any time of day, and super awesome? Oh my gosh, is it the If We Were Riding podcast? Oh no, wait, by the look on your face, it's not. It's it's noon. It's noon, isn't it? Ding, ding, ding! You got the answer! Woo! 
Okay, friends, seriously, Noon Hydration has been a sponsor of Live Feisty and this very podcast for a couple of years. They are amazing. They are supportive. And we all get 30% off with the new code, note the new code, Live Feisty um, at noonlife.com. So use the code Live Feisty, E before I, at noonlife.com. So, Sarah, I was perusing your Instagram. It was this week sometime. I don't know. The days blur together. Today. Today. today, (laughs) I feel like there's so much that happened that I'm like, that had to be yesterday. And then I second guess myself. (laughs) Anyway, apparently it's today. Um, And Sarah's got this Instagram story. Oh, no, it's a video on her story about her giant dog. Sarah has this giant dog that's like, what is this? Is it a Mastiff? Yeah. 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 He's all jowls and large. He's very large. All head. Giant head. Um, (laughs) Chasing this bug or kind of like trying to sniff this bug on the carpet, um, which was like very, very cute. He like kind of sniffs it and then he'll jump and he's he's curious yet terrified of this insect and it's just very cute if you have a dog then you might relate to this i don't know i've never had a dog that that was so entertained by bugs before um but yeah so why why do you want to bring this up on our pseudo triathlon podcast (laughs) i'm very curious oh i have absolutely nothing to do with triathlon okay Um, no i was one of those people who totally related so i used to have a rottweiler pitbull cross right and she was like the cutest but i still remember she did this she reacted exactly the same way as your bull mastiff with like bugs and stuff right so right away i was like recognizing the movements and like feeling endeared by this whole situation um but i remember one time we were out on the porch um, of where I was living in Canada and this beetle, it was like, it was kind of dry. Like it was summertime and it was kind of this dry, dusty beetle. And my dog went up to the beetle, couldn't figure out same reaction. Like can't quite figure out what it is. Doesn't really want to kill it, but kind of wants to play with it, (laughs) you know? And she, she goes up and she sniffs, (laughs) she tries to sniff it. And in so doing her wet nose, like oozes all over this (laughs) Bug. and my friend and I were like oh no the beetle's gonna drown like he was like and you could watch it because it was so dry the beetle was so dry that you could you could watch the like spread of the dog just like on the poor bug and like I can't what a way to die like a dog giant dog trying to smell you <laughs> so it made me think of that um, oh poor yeah. bug do you know did the did the bug die? I don't think so. I don't think there was a bad ending to this story. This is over twenty years ago, so I'm I'm pretty sure I would have, I would have remembered that. But I remember it struggling. We might have just left it on the porch to find its way. I mean, it's nature. What could you do? Oh, so we. I feel I feel like we needed animal stories. So thank you for that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> So, so we had a, we had a voicemail last week from someone um, and she was asking about, like, I think earlier we had talked about Kelly's mom who had suffered a little bit from um, a lack of motivation during COVID was struggling to like walk on the treadmill. Um, So we were, we wanted to do a bit of a like motivational check-in. Like how's, how's training going for you? No, I was going pretty strong up until a few weeks ago. I think in the back of my mind was, all right, I want to be fit enough that if I get the opportunity to race, I'm going to. And I think once I realized that, uh, you know, Daytona wasn't going to happen, 
uh, it's been harder for me. So I don't have a set training schedule, but I'm still getting out the door. I'm still doing some workouts, you know, some hard runs and stuff. Uh, so it's not, my motivation's not super high. I think probably a lot of people can relate to this, but I'm, I'm still staying consistent. Uh, and I think, I think once you fall out of that consistency, it really, it's hard to get back into it. So I'm just trying to stay moving, you know, do things that bring me a bit more joy. So whether that's, you know, mountain biking or being out in trails and stuff. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm not full Ironman training schedule, but ebbs and flows, man. Today, low motivation. I went to the pool, mm -hmm. got in swam probably 3000 yards. I'm like, I just can't, I'm done. Hmm. Got out, went home. <laughs> okay, you, you know, and I'm going to tell you this cause I'm a retired athlete. <laughs> that 3000 yards is quite a long way to swim for most people. That does constitute the workout. Well, it's, it's, it's more, it was more a reflection of where my head was. Mm, so part right. of that I don't know if it's just because I'm incredibly tired today and I didn't really sleep last night. And I don't know how much of that is a reflection of, you know, there are other things going on in the world or, you know, maybe I just need a little downtime where I don't exercise. I don't know. But just mm. that was my mood at the moment. For some people, that would be a 500 yard swim. You know, for me, it was a 3000 yard swim. So it's all relative. It's totally relative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will give you that point. It was a good point. Shoot. That was right. a good point to make people who were rolling their eyes. Oh, poor Sarah only right. got a 3000. <laughs> right. And I understand this. Like I know like 3000 yards. That's yeah. Anyway, I remember being first retired too. Now 3000 yards would be a large swim for me. Um, but, uh, so did you, when you first, like, did you take an off season break when you, not first, yet. You sort of I mean, is I, there a season? Like, do you take an off? There was no, well, that's the weird thing. There's no <laughs> season. So there's no race. And then you take a couple of weeks off and you build back in. I just, I, I, it's a, it's a weird space. I guess, I don't know. I'm waiting for it to get really cold so that I'm only stuck indoors on the trainer. I could still mm -hmm. ride outside. So once it's kind of nasty and sloppy and I don't, really feel like riding outside right. that will probably be okay it's it's time to take a couple take weeks. a break yeah yeah, yeah. Now, how sure. how how's your motivation okay this is interesting have i have i told you yet about my i took a Hip break from crossfit no yeah so this was a funny one because i i've been doing crossfit for about two and a half years and i do it like i actually recently have been doing a little bit less like there were some weeks last year where i may have gone five times or six times to crossfit um in a week and you know this year's been more like three times four times um and i it didn't occur to me to need a break from something hmm. that i was doing like three to four hours a week <laughs> like that's just, that's just like a strange concept to me right um hmm. but i slowly like my body had stopped like i sort of had stopped responding to the training and i was having trouble getting my heart rate up um and crossfit's super intense like it's short but it's intense um and so i just decided to like hit the reset button like i wouldn't call it an off-season break although it did it did make for a funny joke in my head because it used to be before that like an off-season break was something you required because you did like 20 to 30 hours of training per week not like four <laughs> but but anyway i took a, i took a like mental it's more about the mental at that mm. point right like i just took a mental break from crossfit i spent like a couple weeks just sort of in the trails 
um, mostly here running. I think I might've gone for a bike ride or two, um, but I just didn't lift anything heavy. I didn't do anything intense. Um, and now that I've gone back, I'm actually really glad that I did. So I don't know, like I, there's definitely the mental reset, but physically maybe, maybe I responded to, because now I'm responding to the training more and I'm actually getting stronger. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was pretty good. Um, and I feel good. Like I also had to figure out, it's like an ongoing challenge of like where that, where CrossFit and other activities fit into my life and how much I need to feel good um, and how much time I need versus how much time I need to spend working and parenting, right? Because there's, there's ultimately in the day always too many things to do. So I always have to make those choices. But if I choose too little exercise, I won't feel as good and won't be as productive. So it's a balance that I kind of play with sometimes, but now I'm kind of, I'm kind of hitting about three times a week with CrossFit, but I stay there longer um, and do extra stuff after, uh, cause I probably only need those three, like hard hit outs a week. That's enough. Yeah. I, I actually was surprised that you were doing five times a week because you know, that's super intense stuff. It's, it's intense. You need, you need to recover. Yeah. And I wouldn't be all out on those. Like okay. I definitely was always someone who was like, if there was an aerobic workout that came out, I could just do it as an easy workout you know, um, but I would just like show up and do it. Or when I was still learning the skills, I would treat some as a skills workout, some as a strength workout. Like I would definitely like periodize my own CrossFit, Mm. Uh, which like some people, that's why when some people say to me, oh, you shouldn't go to CrossFit five times a week. I'm like, only if you don't know how to work the system. Like, (laughs) like I know, (laughs) I know how to make it work for me. And I probably would, like, if I had time, I would probably still go out there hang out and, and exercise in that gym five times a week, but, um, I don't have time to do that. So yeah, no, it'll, it'll be interesting to see by taking more time off, whether you'll respond more, Hmm. you know? Yeah. It definitely means like, I can't let myself off the hook anytime. So like, if I'm only going there three times, I have to like, I'm like, I'm there, I'm here for this, you know, (laughs) like I'm Mm -hmm. getting this done. Um, so that's a bit different. Like it's a bit more sometimes it's more mentally challenging and sometimes less because I'm just less tired like when I go there I'm I'm ready to go most of the time so it'll be interesting to see what you kind of figure out and I guess it's always changing right you have to adapt to life circumstance and you know once you have your company twice the sizes now you'll have more assistance and you can do more CrossFit. Once I, don't I have a plethora of assistance. Yeah, exactly. CrossFit master's champion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will never be that. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's true. It, like it might shift, right? Like right now. And it's a different, like when we talk about motivation, it's like my reason for exercising has like first and foremost to do with mental health, mm. right? Like physical health. Yes. But I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of over the hump of like, I'm always going to exercise every day, no matter what, that's not even a question. So like the physical health benefit piece is, is kind of already there. It's established. So mm. it's just like what I'm doing and how much I'm, um, how much I'm doing for my mental health. That's the thing. So, yeah. I mean, even, even for me, like today, I don't have anything on the program. I don't need to do anything. I was feeling really tired, but I ended up going for a bike ride in the afternoon because I just needed to be outside. Um, and that was a total mental health decision. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, a good, I was, I was talking to Ellen today about that. Like how she was starting to, sorry, I'm like totally outing Ellen on her, what she, what she was saying, but I actually like really felt 
felt it too, like where she was saying she feels better if she goes, she's an ex pro triathlete too. So if she goes outside a second time in the day, like, so she doesn't exercise twice a day anymore now that she's retired, but she'll go outside in the afternoon and do something, you know, mm. or she'll just go for a walk. And it, it helps that that helps a lot. Like that little, like the double session. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. You, in the afternoon, normally hormonally, you kind of hit a low, what are like three o'clock, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm sure most of us could use a little boost from being outside. Yeah. Moving around. Yeah, totally. Now, instead of that, I just like take the garbage out. (laughs) (laughs) It's become really like the bar is really low in my life now. (laughs) Well, and you're doing a couple of TikToks outside while you're putting the garbage out. I mean, I, I know how your people are. I have, I have come, I've made a comeback on the TikTok. So I'm sure. I'm what sure do you mean you've made a comeback? I had a, I had a little like lull point where I, did, I didn't do any TikToks for a few weeks there. But you're back. But I'm back. I'm back, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> keep, keep us posted. Okay. Only if you, you crack, know I will. What's, what's a good number for you? Well, like we had 850,000 views on that one. But, um, and it's still kind of in the algorithm. Like I still get likes on it and stuff. TikTok is still showing it to people, but another one we had 200,000. And then there's like a bunch that are like 25 to 40,000. Okay. So anytime one cracks 50K, we should, we can talk about it. Okay. Otherwise, otherwise just like shut up. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So unimpressed. That's great. TikTok's so random too. Like sometimes we'll do something I think is like brilliant. And it gets like 83 views. I'm like, fine. And then, and then like do something completely random and it's like 200,000 people get to see it. I don't, I don't understand. Um, anyway, I'm, we're not here to talk about TikTok. Um, I hear that you are doing race commentary, Sarah. Oh yeah. So starting next week, uh, there are these Zwift triathlon bike races. And I am going to do commentary with Matt Lieto. I have no idea what I'm doing. We have multiple hours to fill. And it's so the the crazy part, this is the format. Alternating men's and women's races. And each race, there are three races uh, per gender. So six races altogether. The number of transitions that you have to go through. So you... We, we, you know, do the hype up before the show and then now we're doing commentary during the race. We have to do a quick debrief about what just happened on that stage, set up for the next race, talking about who's racing, commentary, and you do it over and over again. And you ha- we have to stay in a really strict schedule. So we did a trial run mm-hmm. the other day and... Sarah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, it's what's good is that it's mass job to keep us on schedule. Okay. But I am supposed to provide the color commentary, whatever that means. <laughs> okay. So just like, so, okay. For our listeners, like Zwift, it's like an online platform. Oh, sorry. For, 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 most of our listeners know what Zwift is, but for cycling. Yeah. So you're basically doing commentary on cycling, but you don't get to on cycling races. You don't get to see like like some of the things like I don't know I like you I know nothing about doing color commentary for cycling races but I would imagine like like even in the Tour de France they like pan out 
to the views of France. Like you're not going to have that. You're not going to be able to comment on like how the riders look, I assume. Are no, you? but do you have vi- actual video of the, of the riders? Their avatars. You see their avatar. You only see their avatar. So you can't tell if they're suffering. Like all you know is their power output <laughs> in relation to their weight on a course. Is that but, information? You yeah, have? but that's only if it comes in the pop-up screen and I get to see it. So yeah, we're, it's two hours of talking. I feel like this podcast has been good practice for that though. <laughs> two hours of talking about nothing. Yeah. I feel like maybe it has been. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, so just to be clear, you, yeah. you're watching, <laughs> you're commentating on avatars. So it's effectively nothing. Like the only information you have is who's winning, like who's where on the, on the court. Yeah, well, these, these are real human beings. Well, so we, <laughs> riding their bikes, it's it's not like so we actually in our practice run we were common doing commentary for some bots and i actually felt like we did a pretty decent job of filling time talking about bots riding <laughs> around the course so once you layer in real human beings that we know easy <laughs> okay so that's good i think that is good and fair practice on bots so but what is it that you know about the real human beings? Like, are they actually triathletes that you actually know something about them? Or are there like, do you have like sheets of paper that tell you about the athletes? Um, uh, I am planning on doing no research. That's oh, Matt's job. Good, good strategy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He says that all I have to do is when he asks me specific questions or there's a lull, I just fill it. I feel like I can do that. So one of these now from the from the athlete's perspective between the races what do you think you would do to kind of uh set yourself up well for the next stage right. that sort of thing I see right so you're yeah. the, then you can be like well i think they're probably mm-hmm. right exactly. now they're at home uh taking a a drink full of carbohydrates and protein <laughs> <laughs> well if if i were in their position <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah. yeah wish me luck <laughs> yeah so you're like and then you could like yeah right then you could comment on like what you think their hydration strategy might be or yeah. whether yeah how they've set up their trainers yeah exactly how they set up their trainers is that a thing <laughs> sure why not why if not they have a fan or don't have a fan well that, that actually that actually it will reflect in your heart rate so if you it don't will. have a fan it's hotter so <laughs> It's going to be greater load. They're actually like, they're actually racing in different climates. Totally. (laughs) And how well they've set up their sort of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. I I can see. And if you need extra commentary, you could just go through our run list. Like you could just reference back. So like like, if you start talking. I don't know. I don't know anything about what's going on the race, but let me tell you about my dog, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then Sarah's dog, who's long deceased, <laughs> and it's nose goober, <laughs> not actually killing him. <laughs> I feel like we need to set up a dare. Like, okay, so like during the commentary, Sarah, you need to um like you need to mention an animal like once. <laughs> okay. More than once. It has to be more than once. Okay. I feel okay. like once per race is a lot. Is that a lot? Okay. You feel like you could do that. 
I, yeah, yeah, for sure. I did work in, <laughs> you, did, you don't even <laughs> flinch. You're like, yeah, animals once per race. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like mustard. I don't know. Um, I worked in the word feisty. I feel like I know during my practice, I feel like oh, we nice could do work. some sort of bingo. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whole bingo card. Oh, wow. Okay. On the bingo card, we have to have. Can we have to have? Okay, feisty is a good one. We have to have raccoons, loons, we... buddy. Three, three animals in a row right there. Well, buddy could be me speaking about a human being. So, okay. okay. I mean, we're just going to, not necessarily my dog buddy. What if you like, can you drop in our sponsors? Like a noon? <laughs> Yes, this race is taking part at high noon. Oh, <laughs> uh, that that racer looks like a real orca. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like this. I think it's, it's I think it's that's a twofer off. right there. Okay, here's the other thing. Wait, hold on. The okay, you're doing this commentary next week on Wednesday. Yes. Right. So this podcast comes out on Friday. So people at home, you have five days in which to send us the things that you would like Sarah to mention on the Zwift commentary. So, and the best suggestions, just send them to me, Sarah with no H at livefeisty.com. E I after E and feisty. And then, um, yeah, send it to me. And then I will tell Sarah, I will pick the best ones. What what surprise if I, I get them all. Oh man. That's tough. Maybe, oh, maybe we can let you pick something from the feisty shop. Oh, what do you think? You could go feisty shopping. And depending on how many I get, it's ranked. It could be ranked. Like you get like, you get a sticker for one. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a mug for like a row, the bingo card. You could I like, like it. <laughs> maybe we could send you like, we could completely kit you out if you got like 25 or something <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I have four weeks. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, so uh-huh. this could be, okay, this could be a legit thing. So also four weeks. Oh, that's, I forgot about that factor. So people at home, you could send us a, um, a voicemail about what you want Sarah to mention, or you could watch the Zwift thing on Wednesday and then let us know how Sarah's doing. Give us some feedback and actually Mm-mm. careful with the feedback Mine yeah. the feedback. and just tell us what you want her to mention I mean I, un, unlike my podcasting skills I'm going to be a complete rookie when it comes to commentary I feel like it might be the same <laughs> I think a so similar skill set the the difference is they keep on having us in little boxes in the corner and you don't really oh, yeah. know whether or not you're going to pop up so I was noticing during practice, I'd be like scratching my face, <laughs> picking your nose, you know, but normal things, but just not things that you can be doing on camera when you're doing commentary. I'm just I'm not picking my nose. Got it. Like, for example, right now I'm playing with the lid of a bottle and pulling yeah. out the little plasticky thing from the inside. There you go. So you don't want to do that on camera? No. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) 
so speaking of knowing what you're doing, do you know what you're doing for the Outspoken Awards? We do. Yeah. Let's take a break. And then afterwards we'll come back and I will tell everyone about our, our amazing Outspoken Women in Triathlon Awards. If We Were Riding is a live feisty media production. Sarah and I are truly and grossly thankful for our sponsors, Noon Hydration, Form Swim, and Orca Sportswear. Join the conversation by following us on all the socials at If We Were Riding on Instagram and Facebook, or send me a voice memo to Sarah with no H at livefeisty.com. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Remember that time we were ranked like number 206 best sports podcast in the Czech Republic? Yeah, that was thanks to you. So leave us a review. We can't wait to ride with you next week. And our regular listeners will know that If We Were Riding and All Things Feisty is proudly partnered with Orca Sportswear. For 15% off all items on orca.com, please use the code LIVEFEISTY15. And that includes the wetsuits. So good deals all around. So Sarah, I totally jumped the gun on that. This is the reason why I'm not allowed to be in control of things. I am just, I am just here for entertainment. So tell us, tell us about the outspoken words. Fill us in. Okay. So on November 15th at 4 PM Pacific, we are hosting the live virtual outspoken women in triathlon awards. Um, and Sarah, okay. (laughs) This is okay. This is like behind the scenes information, but we're doing our run through tomorrow, which is Thursday, like two weeks before. And, um, and I'm setting up my green screen. Right. Mm. And we were like, yeah, like we're doing an actual run through, like I'm setting up the mic, the green screen, the everything. And this is like the one time per year. There's not many things when I like grab the microphone and say, I want to do this. I'm usually trying to offload things. Um, but this is the one thing that I love hosting. Um, so um, we're going to do the run through and we're doing it. We're, we're going to try to do it. Now, this is where like I'm setting myself up a little bit because I'm saying this publicly. And if we can't pull it off, we can't pull it off. But in an ideal world, we want to have like all the nominees, not all the nominees, all the finalists in like in each of the categories, there's nine categories come up on the screen, like on the live. So that like you have their faces when we announce the winner. Um, So I think that'll be really fun. So I hope we can sort of pull that. We have a like, we have enough set to think we could probably do that, but it's just whether we learn how to use the buttons correctly. And then the winner will say a few words. Right. Nice. And so then they'll be, they'll come big, then everybody else will disappear and the winner will come big on the screen. Um, and yeah. And so I think like, yeah, so we're going to do it. We obviously need to run through for this situation. <laughs> um, but we had, Sarah, we had this year, we had, this is the second year we did it and we had 250 nominations. What? For nine categories. Yeah. That's mm. so awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And this year we did, like, we had, um, and we, we created an awards committee because last year we kind of, like, we pulled it together in about three months. And so then we got, we got of course, we got questions after because we tried to create a fair, some fair reasoning for how we were choosing the winners. But really it was just us, like, going off nominations, trying to be um, objective about how, we, how we're picking people. Because, of course, when we're picking women in triathlon awards, like, I know such a huge percentage of the people 
mm-hmm. and the, like the players in the game. And then there's some that I don't know at all. So it's like hard to create a fair system. Mm-hmm. So we did, we tried uh, the best that we could to um, create a system last year, but this year, one of the important things was to have a committee that was nothing to do with us and our planning committee and, 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 every, and just like they were volunteers who went through all the nominations and chose finalists and then chose um, mm. and then choose the winners also. Um, so that sounds real official. It's, it's, it's <laughs> official. It's a real thing, Sarah. <laughs> so, so if you want to sign up, the thing to do is go to outspokensummit.com. Outspokensummit.com. I think it's actually on the front page right now, but if you go to forward slash awards, from there. Um, you just like put your email address into a thing. And then what we're going to do is send an email out, um, probably a week before, like we'll probably send you two or three emails with the reminders and stuff just to say like, Hey, this is what's happening. And this is how you watch the live show. Um, so yeah, we're excited. It's like, because we can't have the summit this year. We just, we just thought I didn't want to do a virtual summit because everybody was doing it. Uh, so it was just kind of like, you know what, we can still have the awards. And I know I've said this before, but we can still have the awards and we can still celebrate the things that women have been doing in our, in our sport. So I like it. I like it. Well, November 15th, November 15th, 4 PM Pacific outspoken summit.com forward slash awards. Good. Good. Well, thanks. Thanks for putting up with a tired Sarah this week. You were very patient with me. Things didn't get that weird. It was, it was going to go either way. Like either I was going to get totally loopy and crazy or I was just going to shut down and you're going to have to carry the show. Instead, it was neither. It was neither. Option three. You were perfectly great on this show, Sarah, (laughs) if I, if I may give some immediate feedback. Oh, thank you. The unofficial outspoken award for our show. That's right. The the outspoken award for the, if we were writing podcast. (laughs) goes to (laughs) oh thanks for listening for to another week of uh if you're writing and in the meantime stay relaxed take care of yourself and imagine all of the top global leaders doing a triathlon probably don't imagine them in speedos because that might be a scarring experience None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top